The Source of Truth is an audio recording of Pastor Ronnie Love sharing Christian encouragement and biblical truth. We hope this podcast can help make your path a bit brighter today. Psalms 119.105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Good morning and welcome back. And this Friday, as we take a few minutes out of our day and finish this week together in God's Word. And we're glad you're with us. I hope you've had a great week. I hope you'll pray with uh, with the kids right now. Uh, many of our young children, our uh, elementary age, our junior age, are up at camp right now and uh, enjoying a couple of days of camp to get away from everything else and just focus around Jesus. And so we pray that for their safety and that they'll have a good time. But more than that, that they'll hear from Jesus and they'll learn and they'll be growing closer. That's what a great time to establish a great relationship with God at such a young age. And so uh, we've got a lot of our church people up there working. Uh, many in our church that are pretty for Christ are up there working. And so we got a lot taking place up there. So pray um, for the crew up at Sierra Christian Service Camp this weekend. And uh, in, our, in, our, in our church members and our kids up there, they have a great time and that it's good. For, it's just, it draws everybody closer together. Uh, we've been going to the book of Matthew, the life of Christ, through the, Matthew's gospel. And last few, last couple of weeks, we've been walking through the Sermon on the Mount, which covers a big chunk of uh, the one section of the book of Matthew from Jesus' teaching. And personally, uh, he's my favorite teacher. When you go through scripture, he's a, he's a great storyteller. He's, he likes to ignore the theory and he jumps right to it. There's so many things about the teaching of Jesus uh, that when you go to, you learn so much from. And in this situation, as we've been looking at for the last couple episodes, he kind of goes right at culture. He gets rid of culture. He gets rid of, or he kind of goes against some of the uh, traditional things that the Pharisees and Sadducees are throwing out. They were adding to scripture, the Bible, the law said this, but the religious people added this and so he's coming right at it and sometimes it says you allow this but we're adding more he's just a lot of clarification in the teaching and he is similar to that today today we're going to talk it's in just another level of the aspect of praying and it's, it's praying and fasting um and then the question usually comes to my mind when i when people ask me when i talk about this why fasting what is necessary what do we gain from it um is it really necessary doesn't god care anyway well you know there's so many, several times in scripture where god references fasting including this one uh, as a matter of fact one of the more popular phrases when god's talking about fasting is when he was on the mount of what we call the mount of transfiguration and he comes down with a couple of his disciples and he's confronted with a young boy a father of the young boy who his demon possessed and at this point um the disciples the apostles had been given power from god to be able to perform miracles and so they were asking why they were unable to remove this demon from this boy and uh, jesus quickly states a phrase this kind comes not but by prayer and fasting and there's just certain things in life that are going to require a more uh, fervent approach to our prayer. I think you're going to find these things if you have a situation in your home and you're praying for a loved one. It's, it's going to take more. You're praying for rest, restoration in family. You're praying for a loved one to be saved. You're praying for work or job or finance, whatever. There are going to be times when moving beyond just praying for a few minutes and fasting, fasting becomes necessary. Now, now what is fasting is the next question before we jump in these verses. What is fasting? Um, most people just say fasting is giving up food. Some people say not eating for a day. Uh, fasting is giving up anything 
that would be comfort or entertainment or luxury um, that you give it up for the purpose of praying. Some, for instance, I've known some who are diabetic and skipping an entire meal that day probably is not the smartest thing in the world. Um, I would say some, some love social media, so they get off social media for a week. Some say, you know what, I can't stop eating, but I love soda, I love coffee, so I'm not going to drink that for a week. It's just simply giving up something. Uh, for the premise to pray. Uh, and you, just pay, you don't just ignore it. You take the time and pray. And, and that seriousness of being able to give up something. Some say, well, my fasting is I don't eat all day long. Uh, one friend of mine, his fasting, he made it clear, he goes, he would just go for a week and not eat lunch. Uh, he'd eat breakfast and dinner, but not lunch. And he would take that time to focus on prayer. I think we get the premise of what it is, giving up something for that purpose. Now, there was something, as you can see, in the Pharisees and Sadducees, the religious folks, uh, the religious leaders in the Jewish day of this day, that they um, always wanted to see. A lot of these new rules were there to make themselves more spiritual. They weren't biblical. Uh, they weren't in the Torah. They weren't in the Old Testament. They were just added on. Um, today, we might call them preference, but they, they were more than preference. They, they started stating them as conviction. We'd use that word today. All right, it's important to make sure the positions we hold, if you hold a position on preference, great. Just be careful that you do acknowledge it as a preference and you're not judging and criticizing others who don't hold the same position you do. Uh, and let's teach your kids, this is a preference. Uh, but when we get to fasting, and, and so one of the things they would do is they wanted everybody to know they were fasting because it made them look really super spiritual. So uh, Jesus says in verse 16, Matthew 6, verse 16, he says this, Moreover, when you fast, I hope you understand, he's not criticizing, he's not going away from it, he's saying when you fast. There are times when fasting is necessary. He says, do not be like the hypocrites with a sad countenance, for they disfigure their faces, that they may appear to men to be fasting. Assuredly, I say to you, they have their reward. But you, when you fast, anoint your head and wash your face, so that you do not appear to men to be fasting. But to your Father who is in, secret, in the secret place, and your Father who is a sees in secret, reward you openly. So he says you have your reward. Here's the premise. If I am fasting to be seen, I, you know, because here's what we can do in this day and age. I can fast heavily. Let's say I have a, a bill. And boy, I'm going to fast. Hopefully people ask me why I feel so upset and why I feel whatever it is. Well, you know, I haven't even played this bill. And, and really the goal is that either people see me super spiritual, people see me and they give me money. Uh, and one of those two things can be the, be the matter. And that's not what God intends. God intends to deal with this his way. He said, so wash your face and aren't here. Because simply... Be in a situation to where you don't look sad, you don't look dirty, you don't look like that. Don't walk around whole feeling, hopefully people catch on to the fact that you're fasting. Uh, you want to keep this secret. He goes, and then where God who sees you in secret will reward you openly. When God sees that it is between you and he that this prayer and this time is taking place, then God, in a supernatural way, will take care of it. Now, how does he do that? It all depends on the circumstance, you know, whatever financial way it would be or whatever circumstance. If, for instance, if you're praying for a loved one to be saved, he may bring some into that person's life that will be used to help them get saved. Uh, somebody they not, not even connected to you might be the one to do that. Um, they may be a financial situation and... and God uses a completely random circumstance to provide for them. And we could go on for a lot of it. Sometimes it's a restoration thing and God's just working in the heart of the other person. These are some of the things we can look at. But what we know is we, this is a serious thing. This is not fast and tell everybody. Now, what does it come down to then? Is it wrong to ask, God, ask other people to pray for this thing? No, it's not. If you're asking, if you have a financial need, you can tell people. Um, if you have... Uh, you're praying for a loved one to be saved or reconciliation, whatever it is. It's great to have people in your in your life, in your church, pray with you about that. I think it's a wonderful thing. 
As long as, but then here's the key. I'm going to ask people to pray, but on my own, I'm going to fast. And I'm not going to make a point. Please, you know, think, pray with me today. I'm fasting about this. That's what he's trying to get away from. I am going to ask for other people to they would pray an intercessory prayer for me. But on my own, where no one else knows, I'm going to make a point to fast and pray for that circumstance. And it's just one more level of fervency. It's, you know, in Luke it says, ask it, it shall be given, seek and you shall find, knock it, it shall be opened. There are different levels. So as we go, we expect God to do great things. And because we believe God wants to do great things. God wants to move in our life. And may that be, uh, well, may we recognize that and go with an anticipation of what God can and will do through our prayer life. Thanks again for joining us. We're going to continue on Monday, continuing through the book of Matthew as we examine out uh, not only the Sermon on the Mount, but continue through the life of Christ. Stick with us. I enjoy these topics. I enjoy this time. And I hope this will be an encouragement. If it is an encouragement, consider sharing it with others uh, that it might also be a help to them. Thanks again for joining us today. We look forward to seeing you again on Monday.